Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 42. How's everybody doing? Starting to feel a little bit of um, the love coming through our little monitor here where I could see you girls. But welcome to episode 42 of the Level Love Latina podcast. It is still March, so we are continuing to acknowledge International Women's Day and then Women's History Month. And with women, I mean, we are evolving, we're changing, we are taking charge of our individualities and our sexual beings, our sexual evolutions. And those evolutions are what? Guilt free. free. Guilt free, baby. So bienvenidas. Welcome back, everyone. How are my two co-hosts doing? Good. We've got our wine and our beer and our water for the one that's about to have a baby in a week or so. Cheers. It's it's an exciting evening at home. Podcasting, drinking, laughing. Yeah, this is our, this is my first, is it my first? No, it's not. It's like my third time, but within two days, my uh, third time recording in, back in San Francisco, back in the city. Getting it's your adjusted. first random episode back in San Francisco. Oh, it is Francisco. my first random episode back in San Francisco, and I've only been here two days, so I haven't eaten out much, or I haven't eaten out at all, so I, I don't have food to talk about. <laughs> not Mexican food anymore. Yeah, at least not, yeah. Now it's going to be sex. You can right? talk about like, yeah, food that you've used for sexual satisfaction. Sex. There you I go. don't even know that. So who would say it, but you know what I mean? As an accessory to your satisfaction. This is two of our things that have combined really well. We love the random episode and we love talking about sex. So there you oh, go. Oh, I think we say food. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's food. I don't know. Where have I been? It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Ceci, you've just traveled back from Mexico. It was a 10-day trip. Took you to get back from Mexico City to the United States of America back to San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so this time you didn't fly. So unfortunately, there was no no time for any adventures up in the air. Huh? No, no time for flying. But I, I feel like just with traveling to any city or new new place, like I think it's a thrill for my husband and I, Luis and I, like, oh, let's have sex here. Like, you know, just like, oh, there's a new place <laughs> for us to have sex. And it all started, I want to say it all started, it probably started before we got married for sure. A big goal was to become members of the Mile High Club. Hey, right? you're going to tell us that story. I love it. Well, I'm going to tell, I'm not going to say details, but I'm going to say it's possible, especially during long flights. And we made it possible during our honeymoon trip to Istanbul. It was a 13 hour flight from San Francisco. So there was definitely some time where people were kind of napping and Liz went to go scope out the scene. We were luckily sitting towards the back. Passengers were sleeping and he's like, all right, I'm going to get up. You get up and I'll see you in the stall, you know, on to the right side. So we made it happen. And yeah, it was like, it was like, you know, like just the thrill of like doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. is, excites you, right? Like that excites me for sure. It was possible. We got it done. It was fast, but we like <gasps> came back to our seats and just kind of like feeling nervous, but like accomplished. Looking around. Yeah. Yeah. Looking right. around like shit. Did like, anybody see Accomplished. That? That's so funny. Accomplished. Was satisfied. Was satisfied. Accomplished. <laughs> You're like, where are those warm towels yeah. when we need them? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you, sissy. 
You got it done. Whenever I'm on a plane, I think of that story and I'm like, man, how did she pull it off? Like, I feel like it's so tight. There's so many eyes. The stewardess is like sitting right there. You guys pulled it off. Way to go. We pulled it off. And I mean, it was, it's kind of like an adventure, like once in a lifetime, like we'll never do it again. But it was like definitely a thrill. And then we're like, okay, never again. Cause imagínate, no, que miedo to get caught. I don't know what, I don't know what they would do actually. It would be like, hey guys, don't do this again, please. You're thrusting. So, yeah. What are they going to really do? You're bring down the plane. Yeah, we're in the air, like going to Turkey. <laughs> okay. <Who knows>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying yeah. to Turkey. Give me a fucking yeah. break. It's a fucking long flight, man. It's our honeymoon. <laughs> we're trying to make twins here, okay? I'm just kidding. And they did, man. They we did. did. A year later. Well, actually, less than a year later, we did. Okay, so then maybe this is more guided towards the sense, okay, a guilt-free sexual evolution there you go. Um, and doing new things and trying new things, but also maybe like where's uh, that question of like, where's the weirdest place or the most unique place yeah. you've been in? Every city you visit, you're like, we have to do it here. Let's mark it off our calendar, our calendar, <laughs> mark it off our, <laughs> our, our map, or what? our little agenda, your big map. You have little pins people put there in when they visit. Yes, yeah. but then we nailed it right there. We nailed it. So, <laughs> so we can go off of that and talk about that then. I don't know. Where's the oddest? There's, uh, do you guys ever remember watching that show back in the day? It's an old show, but it, it, he would ask a question. Like his, I think the guy's name was Bob. It wasn't Bob Barker, but he would say, he asked a question to a couple and he asked them, where is the- Oh, like the, the newlywed most- show. They yeah, the get- newlywed show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was like, where is the oddest place your husband asked you to do it? And then the, the lady responds, in the butt, Bob. And, <laughs> and everyone's like, he didn't mean uh, that. Well, you know, but he just, so in this case, take it as you'd like. Where is the most unique? In my earlobe, <laughs> Unique place you and in, in your experience as, as a sexual being have done. Yeah. It. So we can talk about that and just how that's also one of those things where, importa, you know, we're sexual beings, whether we're indoors, outdoors, or 13,000 feet off, you know, above the air, in the air, you know, whatever That's it is. That's the point. We're sharing because we want everybody to be comfortable, guilt-free. It is what it is. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed. If we can put it out there, you can put it out there and be adventurous if that's your thing. Others are maybe more conservative and that's cool too. There's no wrong way to do this. I think my most oddball place would be I once had sex in a parking lot of a gas station. Have I told you guys that? And like people were like walking by and like (gasps) Janet Jackson was playing and it was super hot. (laughs) (laughs) But you were a big Janet Jackson fan. Yeah, I was a huge Janet Jackson fan in college. So you guys can clock the timing on that. And I just remember that being just like crazy, like just crazy kids. You got to do it when you got to do it. And like a freaking gas station parking lot is kind of weird like people they're probably putting air in their freaking tire and there this car is like bouncing up and down and all steamy and then other than that oh gosh this is also pre-husband though my husband and i have probably done it everywhere too but all over my high school i had a boyfriend in high school and we're always like that was adventurous that was like the mile high club for us sissy like where can we yeah. do it now in the gym yeah. in the hallway like <laughs> by, oh by the art lab. well well no because i was like, my poor family was the students, which by the way i have something to say about that disclaimer but yeah like i was a cheerleaders i was at school at odd hours like i'm not in the hallway during third and fourth period or anything this is like late i've got my little cheer outfit on and it was all over the school my husband hates when i tell that story but it's the truth but when you're young and looking for places to be alone and explore <laughs> no, te no te importa but i was gonna yeah. say i don't know if you guys have ever heard they there's this thing this this reference that's called big dick energy and like men can have it and women can have it you don't have to be a woman to have big dick energy and they say like pete davidson has that energy like some people just have this big dick energy and there's like okay with being sexually explicit 
explicit or free or vulgar. And I've always kind of been that way. So when I was like, I have no qualms. And I'm still kind of that way. So it's funny. So if my family were to listen to it, they'd be like, oh my God, there she goes again. She's like this. But I recently heard, Diego took a photo of me. This is unrelated, but I wanted to say this because if our families are listening. I recently took a photo. I was licking the salt off of the rim of a cup of a margarita. And Diego got caught that photo and then he put it on his Instagram and he put the caption, he just put practice, like looking, you know, practice. Uh, and I guess my family all went around and like text each other about that and like, can you believe uh, them? Can you believe them? told me that. Yeah. yeah, but it's so interesting because I've always felt Diego in that moment, he felt, he took pause, like he felt a little like whatever, but he took pause. And then later he said, if, her family's biggest criticism of me is how much I love her and I pour love on her, which he usually uh-huh. does in a really romantic and loving way, but also if it's in a sexual way, he's like, that's, if that's our biggest problem, that's okay. Judge us. So I wanted to throw that out mm-hmm. there because we're going to be talking about this stuff. And if what we say offends you, we're sorry, we're just being ourselves and honest. And if it's family or friends or you can be different and you can be like, how dare she have sex all over her high school? Well, that's how it went down and blame the big dick energy. But it is what it is. People's <laughs> opinions, if this resonates with you, if it doesn't, um, we're just being real. So those are some of the weirdest places for me. What is that other thing called? Not, uh, not big dick energy, but it's called vaginal... It's like with the D. Um, I want to know now. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I'm trying to liberation revolution. Google it for me. I, I know. I remember watching it on. They talked about it in the league. The show, the league. Okay, love that show. But it's um, this is what comes up. <laughs> Vaginal detox. Vaginal oh, no. detox pearls. <laughs> Vaginal hubris. Hubris. Vaginal there you go. Vaginal hubris. Yes. Vaginal hubris. So, hubris? yeah, that sounds yeah, like a. Strong. I don't know what that sounds like. What is? Tell us about that, Vettel. So it's, it's just knowing that you know it's like in a sense like guys feel like they have big dick, so they walk around knowing they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm the I'm the big man on campus or something like that, right? But vaginal hubris is the opposite. It's like for women, it being able to just. I mean, explore, be comfortable, just have that that energy, lead with that confidence. I mean, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's like that. Men yeah, get like that very like you know what's up. Your your, your pussy is legit. You know you know, you uh, got like the a coop. sexual confidence, like a sexual yes, men sexual have confidence. It. Yeah, so vaginal hubris is just it's like in a sense that big dick energy. So now instead of swinging your imaginary big dick, Irene, you could just be like, I got vaginal hubris. I've got That's right. Boom, sounds boom, like boom. an illness, but it's not. I know. I was <laughs> like, uh, where are we going with this? I don't said the weirdest place. We ever did it and then she confessed to an std i'm like this segue is weird h-u-b-r-i-s right yes yes i don't know why that was a d i was typing up i know i was typing with a d and i was getting all these weird things i know it was like vaginal violation as soon as i put vaginal it was like infection this (laughs) that i'm like no why do you need this odor i was like this this definition that i got it says a woman being overly proud of her, of her vagina. Yeah. I love that. See, that's mm-hmm. us. That is us, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Like your coochie is legit, you know? You're like, yeah, coochie she's a bad bitch on campus, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> anyway, it's not an actual STD. It is <laughs> super vaginal confidence. Okay. So own your conchita and yes. let that conchita have that power. Big okay. Dick energy. Big dick energy. Be all right with love it. it. Yeah, um, I wonder how it happens when you find that big dick energy and that vaginal hubris come together. It might be like very explosive. <laughs> but, super. Oh, un gritito, un gritito. Super duper. Yeah, super cool. But anyway, I think for me, the most odd, I think when it comes to like, before when I was very naive, I remember 
like I, I, I had sex in high school. It was like with my first love, my first boyfriend, official boyfriend. I remember like it was being, I was just like, oh, this is, what is the process? I don't know. It was very like missionary. So for a long time, I was just like, oh, this is what sex is because that's what I uh-huh. thought it was. So I didn't explore much and I didn't start learning more about sex till later. But I remember having friends tell me that like, oh, you know, like one of my, like some of my guy friends, they'd be like, yeah, you know, my girl loves it when I pour like chamoy on her cooch and I like like that and I was like in my head I was in like oh that's so exciting in my head I was like ouch that must burn like <laughs> doesn't chamoy have chile yeah it has a lot of chilito in it yeah you know mm. so that's why I mean it's perfect when you put that on a michelada with tajin yeah. perfect mm-hmm. I'm, out, I'm down for it but I was like in my head I was like ouch I don't want my coochie to burn like that well but you know all this and then I had my friend in college that me and she was like oh my god we always eat food off each other, like pie or ice cream. And I'm like, it sounds delicious. I, and I'm thinking like, yeah, that sounds delicious. I love ice cream. Oh my God, sign me up, right? <laughs> but, then like, but it's just always seems so odd. And I, I haven't tried any food stuff, but. Um, <laughs> I tried food stuff the other day. Have you guys watched that movie about the grapefruit? When you suck it through the grapefruit, oh, yeah. it's delicious. First of all, I don't like grapefruit, no. but Diego brought bought like the most delicious ruby red grapefruit. I was like, "Screw your penis! I want to eat the rest of this grapefruit." But I tried it. He kind of liked it. I mean, it's messy and wet, but you like hollow out the grapefruit and you put it over the yeah. penis, and then you're like sucking oh. over the the fruit. So it's like you gotta imagine it's like la, la fruta. So you're taking the fruit and and you're taking the you're holding the Thank fruit. you, for this it's like delicious. Yes, it is delicious. You're like slobbering up delicious is this in a movie? Grapefruit. Yeah. Girl's the trip. watch girl strip. Yeah, that's right. We gotta see the movie. Okay. So just see the scene, just yeah. look at the grapefruit scene. It's a funny scene, okay. girl strip. But we just tried it the other day and Jada Pickett Smith said she tried it with Will Smith. You know, we follow the trends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the myth is gotta keep up with the Smiths. You know? It was delicious. <laughs> well, if it tastes anything like that grapefruit we bought in the if and we went to the yeah, that was delicious. That grapefruit. Yeah, was yeah I was all about it. It was good. It was good. Well, we didn't well, we should have, but Ceci, you didn't need any help that day. That's right. Um, yeah, try to get a delicious grapefruit and stick it on that thing. And it just feels like according to the man, it feels like they're having oral sex and vaginal sex at the same time because of the sensation of like the sucking. Oh. Great We're super yeah. graphic Great today. Fruit. I'm going to put it to your mouth. Yeah, yeah, there should be a TMI on there. But yeah, I think a lot of times I'm never going to do this until I'm married, until the day I'm married. And imagine if I would have waited to get married, I would have not tried a lot of stuff. No way. But one thing I always said I would save till I was married was my butthole. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. I was oh, like, no. So sweet. <laughs> Maybe it should have been the opposite. Huh? My my husband gets the Gucci. Everybody else gets the butt. But no. David. <laughs> Sex in itself is very intimate, right? It's a very intimate thing. And there's times it's rough. There's times when it's gentle. There's times, okay, there's love making. There's sex. There's there's rough sex. There's just fucking or whatever, you know? But I was like, if I'm not sure what I can like, what I can expect from this my partner when it comes to my you know let's say anal, I, I can't trust someone just so lightly with it in that sense because I don't first of all it feels like nothing should be in there right people <laughs> things should be coming out of there it's purpose but I was just like if anything if I were to ever ever do it it would be with my husband one of those that's probably my gonna have to be my go to thing now that I'm trying to avoid getting pregnant with number four. <laughs> 
for some reason, I obviously get pregnant so easily, even though I'm nursing and I'm like light, you know, tracking my days and tracking my period and, tr- and, and taking very light birth control because I'm trying to nurse. So I'm like, man, what's the only way that's going to save us from being this fertile? And it's probably in the butt, Bob, right? <laughs> so anyway, exploring that, anyone out there that knows me, to my cuñadas and my and my cuñada that's married to my brother, please don't tell them that I do this. <laughs> but this is anyway embarrassing. But yeah, I mean, that's one thing I've had to explore and kind of get comfortable with. And it's not too bad. I remember friends telling me before. Like it is the best thing once you're comfortable with it, and once you know you're you've uh, got grown accustomed to it. But I'm like, oh, you have to grow accustomed to this. Like oh, you know, you've it's got like to a, be comfortable. You've got to go. You know, I'm like, what? Relax it's, the butt <laughs> for real. So anyway, I'm gonna say you definitely have to relax. Oh my god, this is gonna have to be our go-to thing. And so I've been practicing. That's probably been the most recent thing I've done. So I'm pregnant, and I'm over here trying to figure these things out, learn about the anal thing. I realized I'm like KY is definitely your friend. Oh, um, can't happen. It can't happen if you're not relaxed for sure. And <laughs> it's kind of hard to fully relax when you have a big old pregnant belly. But anyway. Oh, you were so funny, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah. But it's like, um, it's probably, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been enjoyable, at least for now. It's not like one of those things where I'm like, nope, tried it, knocked it off the list. It's never happening again. No. But um, anyway, <laughs> it's been, uh, it's been fun learning about it. You learn something new about people all the time. I thought you were an old pro. What in a no, I know I used to think this way like no that's just more of like pleasure to him why should I be going through painful and a painful in a sense experience because this person feels like he has this dominance over me and he gets to do this right or enjoy this and I know for for a long time I just did, I couldn't wrap my head around doing that with my partners or anyone that's why I said if it will be anyone it has to be someone I trust completely a hundred percent with my body in general, yeah. you know, and, and to be able to listen to me like, Hey, and it's a little uncomfortable at first trying that. Like, you don't know what yeah. it's going to be like. So you definitely have to trust someone. Like, I'm glad that you realized that it is pleasurable. It's not just about him. Yeah. Sure. Now it, things change. You try new things. You figure the out what works, what doesn't it. It's all right. With more of this guilt-free sexual evolution, it's that the freedom of being able to talk about it and not feeling like, que van a pensar de mi, que van a pensar que hice. And it's really letting go of, of that because it happens. Everyone does it. Everyone, they, it might be as a la más santita, your friends that is always, no, don't talk about it. Ew, you're such, you're, you're such a slut, you know, and they're quick to slut shame you, but everyone's doing it. I know that for me, I started getting really comfortable and I started sharing like little experiences with my mom. And I mean, my mom and I have come a long way. Obviously, you guys know there's a story from the porch where I got caught, you know, um, doing my thing. Well, not doing it, but I was grapefruit situation without the grapefruit. And I got caught by my mom and my mom was totally disappointed on me by me. It was your first time trying it, no? Your first first time. Well, I mean, what guy is going to tell you? No, I was telling, he was my high school boyfriend. And I was like, Hey, you know, I barely found out what, what oral sex was and the actual act of it. And I was very curious. So I asked my boyfriend, do you mind if I do this to you? It's kind of like for research, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> that's how I felt. I was very much like asking. You know what? I'm saving my anus until marriage. But no. my mouth and my throat are all in. Let's do this. Yes. Okay. Are you down or are you not? 
So I remember having this encounter with him on our front porch. And I remember I told my cousin to, you know, que pusiera ojo, que echara ojo. Well, my cousin fell asleep. My mom catches me. Moral of the story is my mom is hella disappointed. She's like, can't wait. I'm going to tell your dad. And she's like, hold on. I am going to tell your brother. And I was like, that was the end. You guys know how close I am to my brother. And I was just like, no, please don't tell her. And you're like, nah. Now, for a long time, my mom... And I never talked about any kind of sexual thing. I never felt comfortable reaching out. Like we never had the, the, yeah. the talk. Yeah, you know, like I don't think men, yeah, I don't think many of us have had the or ever had the talk with our mothers, let alone our dads tell us about protection and being safe and this and that and the other. Now my mom is very curious now that, you know, she started asking a lot of questions, especially after I got pregnant with my first baby. And she was just like, you know, out of nowhere be like oh so what's this like and Aww. and like this and and I'm like oh mom it's like, and sometimes I'll start sharing because I want to share with my mom Aww. and she'll be like ay, 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 eso es mucho detalle. like stop with the details like just take it easy I just was curious I'm like well mom if you're curious I'm gonna tell you so now she's very like hey so what is this what it when this happens like what is it so super cute that she she does ask and wants to know man in my head I was like I need to get my mom like hooked up with someone or get her like a vibrator or something so she yeah. can experience things on her own yeah. but I don't know like maybe your parents see because they seem like I don't know maybe younger I don't know but my mom I don't know if she ever has enjoyed it I don't know no right? I don't know my mom's, I mean my parents are what they're 66 they're both 66 I don't know I just feel like I don't even know if they still get yeah. it on. Like, I don't know. Oh, no. Your mommy looks kind of feisty, girl. <laughs> I know. Do you think your parents do that all? Do you think your parents do? Oh, hell no. No, no. My mom, will not. I'm, I'm, my mom, I think, well, just from like the early relationship has a lot of resentment towards my dad, just of his mm-hmm. actions and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So she, I don't think she really, they would have sex to enjoy it and to yeah. bond with one another and to get to know each other. It was more like, well, we're married, we're going to do it, we're going to bang, and we're going to have a baby eventually. Them not sharing or telling us about sex is because they probably weren't comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So this is where it comes in where my our parents don't want to talk about it because they don't know much about it. And they're like, what are we going to tell our kids? You know, I'm not even comfortable sharing these stories. It makes us feel, oh, it's not only a shameful topic, it's something that shouldn't be talked about. And plus, or, you know, I think our parents also come from a little bit more of a religious background. Yeah, that it, it's like, don't even talk about sex. Like, why would you even do that? So we automatically think it's something that we shouldn't be doing. It's shameful. And there's this automatic guilty feeling applied to the to anything that is sexual and prevents us from either knowing, like preparing us for that stage or that moment of our lives when we're ready for it. And then some of us end up being really young mothers or some of us find ourselves in a position like, what do we do? I'm too young to become a mom. But I don't, I don't know anything else of what I could be doing or how to, how to prevent it. Sexual <laughs> being, you know, like an educated sexual being, knowing your options and knowing what's out there and what to avoid. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's, it's yeah. I mean, that's why we're comfortable talking about it because we are definitely from a culture of we're the next generation that is yeah. much yeah. more open, much more cariñosos with our partner. Like if we're growing up right now, if we are young adults in this generation, oh my God, it's everywhere. It's social media, it's songs, it's everything's more sexualized and we'd be fools to not want that or crave that. And everybody at different levels, like you don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to resonate with any of our stories or maybe it does, or maybe you're even more extreme in your stories. 
whatever it is, it's totally natural and embrace it, especially if our culture before us didn't. My tip of the day is if you are feeling like you want more of something, then start getting comfortable with talking about it. You're not going to be about it if you don't talk about it. But if you can start to talk about this with your friends, like how sweet that your mom is asking you questions that are like, yes, buy her a vibrator. That seems crazy, but do it. She is talking. When someone starts talking and asking questions, whether it's in the open or someone they trust or privately like online, it's because they are wanting to explore. They want something. And if you're in a relationship right now and you have these questions, like don't be ashamed. Or if you are curious about something, you want to try something and your partner makes you feel uncomfortable. Like you need that outlet. You need that outlet Mm -hmm. to be able to know that you're not crazy. Ask questions, get comfortable talking about it. Ask people that you're comfortable with, whether it's anonymous or someone, you know, but start to explore that side of you for sure. We do not have to be like our moms were, that's for darn sure. Mm. Our, our mom's way more conservative, way more closed off. Maybe didn't get to experience these amazing pleasures that are a part of life. You don't just have sex to have babies. It's it's not just that. And it was maybe like that a lot for our moms and definitely our grandmothers. No, and it's good to know, I think, just also what you like and what you, what you would enjoy. And a lot of times we just get so caught up with what are people going to think? I recently heard a story. I recently heard a story. So the guy proposed like, hey, so I know that your libido has been kind of low, but can we do maybe explore other things to fulfill me? And she was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm down. What what do you have in mind? And he's like, well, maybe we should visit a club, one of those sex clubs or whatever. And maybe we can find someone that we can bring back home. It could be, you know, he's like, well, since it's for me, maybe, you know, it would be a girl and, you know, or, or explore there, figure something out. He's like, but I guess at the end of the day, the expectation was, he would have someone to hook up with and she would be present so that he didn't feel he was cheating. They had agreed. They go to this place and they separate for a minute, goes to look for her and he finds her surrounded by like seven dudes. And it gets, she's not just surrounded by these seven dudes. She is getting, she is doing it with these seven dudes. And by the looks of it, because the guy ended up leaving, he was just like, what is happening? And he's not hooking up with anyone. He hasn't met anyone yet. And he's just like, what? My girlfriend's there. He opened the door. He yeah. Opened so the door. There she is, these seven dudes, and seems to be enjoying it. He he doesn't know what to do. He leaves the club. He leaves. And they went there for him? Yes. Oh they went God. there for him. So funny. Homeboy leaves. He takes off. He goes, gets a drink. He gets hammered. It's five in the morning. He decides to go back home. And mind you, the boy, him and her live together. Oh, Lord. Gets off the elevator because they live, you know, they live in like Chicago. Gets off the elevator and he hears these noises coming down the hallway from the, like from where he's headed to his apartment. Opens the door and it's his girlfriend. And she invited the seven dudes over and they are still. Going at it, I think she had invited another another girl too that w- happened to be at the club or something that was there at the place. How does one woman handle seven men? Oh my god! Hey, you find a way, I guess. But I'm sure she probably didn't know that she liked that or she needed that. And being there, it exposed her to it, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh my god. So for him, it was one of those experiences. Where it's like I'm here. For, we're here because of me. And at the end of the day, she ended up being liberated and enjoying figuring out that she actually enjoys. A group sessions yeah. but it's so crazy like gangbang yeah i'm like but it's one of those things where it's like there's there's times in your life when you know they're like it, you're meant to kind of go out and explore and figure out what you want or what you like and when you have a partner you're like hey well that's when you when you meet someone that you're interested in and you share like hey i, I enjoy this and and you can figure out whether or not that person is a good match for you right and in this case she didn't know that she was down for this kind of stuff until then. 
Wow. So for me, I'm just like, that must suck. That must suck for the guy, first of all, right? Who sees his girlfriend. They ended up breaking up. He is now, you know, doing his own thing kind of deal. And for her, I really, I don't know her. So I'm just going to assume like, hey, it took her that long in her life to figure out that she enjoys being banged by seven dudes, you know? <laughs> but that's for her. Really, that's what floats her yeah, boat. For sure. If that's what floats her boat. The only thing is like, how do you even know that's the kind of stuff that interests you? And and there's times in your life, like I said, like there's college is one of those times where you like explore and you live life and you try to figure things out. But it's like, when is it? Because a lot of times it's like, we feel that shameful thing. Like if I do this, I'm going to feel guilty or I'm going to feel ashamed. If I shouldn't, I shouldn't like stuff like this. So whatever it is, I'm going to say, if you're, if you're still early on in that point, trying to figure things out, explore, don't be afraid. Now, I don't know if it's going to be seven dudes or whatever it is, but at least know that you are fully comfortable and confident into what you enjoy as a sexual being, not worry about what people are going to say and feel guilty for the stuff that you enjoy. Everyone, cada cabeza es un mundo and everyone has different things that rocks your boat. And I think we have to come to that point where we, like I thought about, oh my God, what kind of conversation am I going to have with my kids? I, obviously, am I going to tell them, go handle them seven dudes, girl? No, no, right? <laughs> but like, how do you introduce being okay with exploring and finding things out? And that's what right now I'm like, I need to prep myself for things like that as a mom. And before I didn't think I had to, it's just, I don't know. But I thought that story was just really in the sense of like, wow, it took, takes you so long to figure out what you actually enjoy. And maybe it was a one-time thing. I don't know, because like, like I said, I don't know her personally. But let's say she really does enjoy that kind of stuff. And it took her her whole, almost her, into her 30s to figure out that that was her thing. And in a relationship so, that she wasn't fulfilled in. So, wow, thank God they went on a limb, at least for her. And it didn't work for him. But why should both of them, I guess, suffer in silence? So, yeah, exactly. everything we're, we're talking about today, obviously, we mean with measure and with common sense and safe sex and smart decision making. Nothing is like, oh, level up, Latina tried that. Like, we didn't do the gangbang. This is no. a story <laughs> that we're talking about. But if you're into that, no judgment. Just be safe and be careful. And you choose to do with your own body. So, make sure that you're safe in those situations where you choose to let go and let another person be in your space. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, what we're really trying to say, like, I'm glad Irene mentioned that it's not something where we're pushing you towards that you should do this or that that's personally happened to one of us. But in any, any kind of experience, you do want to be careful. You want to explore, you want to experience and know and learn what you do and don't like. So, you know, in the, in the meantime, it's, it's trying things and then being like, okay, that's not my thing, but being comfortable and knowing that it's not something you should be ashamed of or feel guilty about. Doesn't make you feel good. Doesn't make you feel lifted. So ask questions was our tip of the day and be safe is another really big tip of the day. And if you're curious, be curious and find a safe place to explore your feelings. It's all very natural. It is. Love yourself. Thank you for checking in. If you felt this episode was a little too much for you, sorry, not sorry, but we got to <laughs> talk about these things. Okay. We to talk about this. We're growing women. We're growing. We're professionals. We, and we need to live a guilt-free life in that sense. And it comes with that sexual part, being being sexually liberated and being comfortable in your own shoes and your, and having that vaginal hubris that you are the woman. Want to continue the conversation or have any questions or suggestions on uh, topics that you'd like us to share or talk about on the next podcast, hit us up. You can send us a DM to our social media through Instagram or Facebook at Level of Latina or send us an email to 
admin at levelloflatina.com where we can continue the conversation and answer any of your questions. Thank you again for checking in and tuning in. Don't forget to level up. Oh yeah, don't forget. Level up.